You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 45. Hey bitches, what is up you guys? It's your girl Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. Hope you guys are having an incredible Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a great day. I am so excited to sit down and talk to you guys now that I have a regular scheduled programming. If you guys did not listen to the last bitchy update where I talked about what's been kind of going on in my life and all this kind of stuff, you guys wouldn't know, but I'm telling you right now that I am officially a university degree graduate, y'all. I officially um, graduated from my BCom. I wrote my last final last night, and I have a fucking university degree, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. And that ties into what we're going to talk about today, which is kind of like my life plan update, because I know we kind of did a little baby bit of talking about this in various episodes and all that kind of stuff. So in the spirit of graduating and being done university, I thought that we could come on here and chit chat about just like life plans and what the fuck is going to happen, given the fact that we're all on a house arrest from Daddy Trudeau and, you know, just have like a, like a conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's get into the episode. So life plan, life updates, life situation. Let's dive into it. So the first question that I've been getting left and right on all social media platforms, because I have been very vocal and very open and honest about doing this, is moving to LA. So if you guys didn't know, I actually had plans to move to Los Angeles in August of 2020. So in August of this year, I had everything planned out. I guess I'll tell you kind of the the whole plan scheme situation to make it make more sense as why I'm not going anymore. So originally, I was planning on going to Los Angeles on either a TN visa or an O-1 visa. So the difference between the two, a TN visa is basically when you have your college degree in a certain area and... A company can hire you, but it's not like a company sponsorship. So it's a NAFTA agreement between Canada and the U.S. And basically, you just show up to the border. You say, hey, I have this job. Here's all the paperwork. And literally at the border, you can only go, I think it's like something like a week before or two weeks before your job actually starts. You can go and apply for this. But you go to the border and they go... Either yes or no, they stamp your passport and you're good to work in America. And the only thing about this, so originally I thought I was going this route because it was easy and I wasn't like 100% sure if I wanted to spend my time in Los Angeles 100% because I've never actually lived there. I've been there a handful of times. Well, I should more than a handful. I've been there a lot and I have like family there and all that kind of stuff, but I've never actually lived there. So I wasn't 100% in love with the idea of spending $5,000 in lawyer fees and like getting a visa that I could like live there for five years. You know what I mean? So I was going to do this TN visa. That kind of was all up in the air because to apply for this visa and apply for like jobs and all this kind of stuff, you had to be ready to go like pretty quickly if you got a job offer and all this kind of stuff, but you also needed your college degree. So I arguably couldn't have even applied for the visa until literally today, but that is not too big of a deal because I didn't really plan on moving until August, but that's kind of the situation that was happening with uh, my TN visa. Then I kind of was like, okay, but do I want to 
moved to California to work for somebody else. And I was kind of iffy on that, especially because in the past little bit, my influencer career has kind of taken off. So the podcast has been doing really well and TikTok, we're almost at 200K and YouTube has been going well. I literally got my first AdSense check today, which is awesome. Instagram's going well and all this kind of stuff is happening. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll go for an O-1 visa. And so an O-1 visa is a special person's visa. So this is for people who are, this is their words, not mine. This is people with extraordinary abilities. This visa is used for things like athletes, actors, actresses, scientists, people who are like the top of the top of their, their place. You know what I mean? So Seth Rogen like would have gone to the US on an O1 visa as like an extraordinary person type of thing. So it has these all these different like certain categories and blogging and influencing falls under one of these categories. So I talked to my immigration lawyer about this and he was like, yeah, like you could probably get in on it. And he specializes in moving influencers to the US. So he was like, yep, you just have to do all of these things. So the O1 visa actually is very hard to get if you don't have a good lawyer who puts your package together for you and you haven't done the work on your end of getting all of the things that you need. So I really needed to keep track of brand deals I was doing and contracts and you needed a certain amount of press and you needed a certain amount of recognition in your field and you needed to show how much money you were making and all this kind of stuff. And so I was like, okay, bet, let's do it. So from the time that I decided that I was probably going to go the O1 route, I got very good at organizing like my brand deals and my contracts and making sure that I had all these invoices and stuff on hand. And then I was trying to get more press and PR and all this kind of stuff. And that's kind of where I left the the visa situation. I was like, okay, O1 is kind of where I'm at. I won't really make a lot of decisions until after I get my degree because anything could happen at that point. Because at, at a different point, if you guys have followed me on Instagram or any social media for a little bit, it at the beginning of the year, probably in like January, late January, early February, I was in the interview process for like one of my dream jobs, which is doing influencer partnerships for a lot of the like famous like TikTokers now. And so at the time they were expanding super rapidly and I literally had just like pitched myself and been like, I would love to work for you. And I had a couple interviews and then obviously we know what happened next, COVID hit and the world fell apart. So there was just so many different options because that would have been like a TN or an H-1B, which is, I believe, the actual like business sponsorship visa. I could be wrong on that. But anyways, I would have to get like an actual, like a sponsored visa for that. So there was just so many options and I was just not in a place where I would be able to actually just pick up and go on either of these visas or any of them because I hadn't finished my degree. And I mean, I did talk to my school and I was like, hey, if I get this job, would I be able to do school online? And it's so funny because I, I asked this in like February, early February, and they were like, oh, well, you'd have to get approval from like your, your profs and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay. And all of my profs that I had this semester were chilling. Like they were, I, I've had them for a bunch of other classes and they're awesome. So I was like, okay, well, I don't really think I'd have too much of an issue with that. Blah, 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 blah. And then, like I said, COVID hit and we all went online. So I, I could have moved to California. But anyways, so that was kind of where I was at with all of the visa situations. So then I've been very open and vocal about this on all of my social media. And you guys have asked me so many questions because moving to the U.S. is a huge freaking process. And I've been in the process for like a year 
and a bit, almost almost a year and a half now that I've been trying to do this whole moving process. So obviously, once COVID kind of ruined our lives, everybody's been like, yo, Carly, what's happening? Are you moving to the US still? Like, what's going on? And the answer is no. So I'm no longer moving to the US in August. And that's just because of the instability currently with the world. As of right now, Canada has said that we won't even come out of quarantine until like, June or July. So that gives me no hope for the US because as much as people are like, okay, we're opening back up, like the US has had the most cases, the most deaths, it's been the most like mishandled. And I just don't trust moving to the US during this time whatsoever, especially because I'll be giving up like my universal health care and all these benefits. And I just, it was just not a good time for me to move. So I've postponed my move. I don't have like a new move date at all because everything is so just uncertain when it comes to the nature of what the fuck is happening outside. As of right now, if things do clear up and like the US gets a handle on it, I kind of have a plan of going to California in August for about a month and just like hanging out. There's a bunch of concerts that I want to see from some of my favorite artists and just be in a place where I can be warm for one because I mean today is what April 21st and this is our first day all year that we have not had snow. So warm is a, is a really great, great thing for me. But the other thing is, is I always feel like my energy and just my creativity and all that stuff thrives in California. So during California, I was during California, when I was in California last, it was when I was there for VidCon and I was getting brand deals left and right. And I was, my, my Instagram was thriving. I was having a great time and I was meeting people and doing all this kind of stuff. And that's when I, I was doing my best. And I find every time I go to California, that happens for me. Like my hair is thriving, my skin is great, my life is thriving. And, and I don't know, it just, it just is a place where I feel like I just do better. And I don't know if it's like a placebo thing or whatever, but at the same time, if it is a place that I do better, like that, at least I'm doing better. You know what I mean? Like I'll be doing better financially and mentally and creatively and like all this kind of stuff. So if it comes to the chance where I am able to go to the U.S. like safely and it's safe on like all fronts, then I will be spending a month in August in L.A. And if not, um, I probably will spend some time there in October because that's when Coachella is happening. And I've never been to a Coachella and I was planning on going weekend two or seeing if I could go with a brand or something because if you guys don't know this, all of like our university finals in Canada, well, in my province at least, have always been during Coachella week one and two. So I've never gone because I've always been in school. But now that I'm graduated and Coachella is in October, I definitely feel like I might go. So that is kind of where I'm at with LA. Hi, it's Editing Carly. Obviously, I am sitting here and editing this podcast, but yesterday my lawyer actually sent me an email that there is officially a US immigration ban. So um, I really actually have no choice. I cannot move to the US at the moment. Not like I really was planning on it this year anyways, but now I literally just can't. So shout out US Immigration and Border Patrol for making the decision for me. <laughs> Thanks. 
Now, the next thing is, what the fuck am I going to do with my degree? So I, I don't know if you guys know this, but basically I'm graduating my Bachelor of Commerce, graduating, I literally graduated. I just graduated my Bachelor of Commerce with a major in marketing and a minor in legal business studies. So that means I have a business degree, I have a four-year business degree, an undergraduate degree, and I have a major in marketing and a minor in legal business studies. So legal business studies kind of gives me... I don't, it doesn't really actually give me qualifications of any kind. So like, I'm not a paralegal, I'm not like a lawyer or any of that kind of stuff, but I do have like a one-up on the understanding of certain types of law. So for example, personal property, real estate, intellectual property, those are kind of areas that I chose to specialize in when it came to my, my law minor. So intellectual property definitely is something that I love. It actually is my best class. It was my best class this whole semester. I loved my professor. Everything was awesome. So something that I'm really excited about and the whole reason I got an intellectual property law because I took it like intellectual property law one and two so the whole reason I did like an emphasis on intellectual property law is because it's very applicable to my job so if you guys know me you guys know that I'm very nerdy for like contracts and licensing rights and all that kind of stuff so I learned so much in this intellectual property law class and it's so applicable to my everyday life when it comes to influencer contracting and comes to brand deals and posting obligations and licensing rights, like I find so many influencers miss out on money because they don't know how to read their contracts or they don't know what the legal terms mean or anything like that. And that is something that when I like actually started going into influencer stuff full time that I was like, okay, I am not letting them fuck me over like this. I am figuring out what this all means. I'm figuring out my own legal obligations. I'm figuring out my own legal rights and remedies and all this kind of stuff. And it taught me really how to actually negotiate contracts, how to send amendments and all this kind of stuff to contracts. And it's worked out very, very much in my favor because I think that brands see that and they're like, okay, well, this girl is serious. She has an understanding of her rights and all this kind of stuff. So that's been going well for me. That's kind of why I did an emphasis on intellectual property law because it's currently applicable to my job. And it's honestly just overall interesting. I find entertainment law super interesting. So speaking of entertainment law, what I kind of want to talk about is my plans for now that I don't have a degree. So first of all, I don't really foresee myself going full-time back into a job that is like a full-time marketing or social media job. I'm totally fine working like part-time hours doing some type of social media situation. At the end of the day, because we are in this state of emergency and COVID hits and all this kind of stuff, if you guys are an influencer, you guys know that it's impacted a lot of brands and their budgets and all that kind of stuff. So we're all kind of hurting as a collective, and I recently actually just applied to a job, and well, a handful of jobs, and so what I should say is I'm really not opposed to working a, a regular corporate job. I've been doing that for forever. I literally have worked in corporate social media for almost the same amount of time that I've been an influencer, so I have a lot of experience when it comes to that, and I do enjoy certain aspects of corporate social media, so that is definitely something that I will be exploring now that I have my degree. But like I said before, definitely only part-time hours because I find when I'm trying to do a full-time job and a full-time influencer career, I just don't, I, I feel like I'm not doing well on both fronts. Like I need the flexibility to be able to work at like an actual place and 
be able to dedicate that time to them and all of that like mental energy to them. But also at the same time, I need the time to be able to be creative in my own work and life because I do so much shit, right? Like I do the podcast and YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and like it's an everyday freaking grind and the merch and the blog and it's just like a lot of stuff. And I I don't have the creative or mental capacity to split between two full-time jobs. So that is kind of where I'm at with now that I have a degree situation and the I quote unquote t- traditional career path of getting a job after your degree. So that's kind of where I sit on that. Now, let me also backpedal a little bit and let's talk about the law minor because I did the law minor very strategically and here is why. As I said in the beginning, LA ultimately is the place that I want to end up. So Los Angeles, California, I, I honestly just think it's the place for me. Now, what I also have looked into is getting a law degree. So becoming a lawyer, definitely this is like a later in life situation, like 35, 40 maybe situation, like a a while away, you know? But I definitely think that entertainment law is something that I actually would enjoy so much and love to do. And so I actually looked at the entertainment law program at UCLA and it is it looks so good it looks so interesting very much like something that i would be great at and what's really cool is the entertainment law program at UCLA is actually a ton of the first year classes like every single one of the first year classes is classes i've already taken in my law minor so granted like us and canadian law are not exactly the same however i do have kind of a leg up because I have an understanding of the process. Like, I know where to find these legal papers. I know how to write a legal paper. I know how to do a legal citation. I know how to do a proper appendix and citations and all this kind of stuff when it comes to writing law papers and doing research. What's really cool about that is the entertainment law situation has like a, how do you call it, like a designation in things like intellectual property law, like media entertainment, that kind of thing. So the UCLA program is media, entertainment, and technology, which all of those are super interesting to me and very applicable to what I do with my life. So the reason that I probably won't go to law school until like way later on is because I kind of see law school and becoming an entertainment lawyer as my retirement for fun job. So basically what I wanna do is continue this influencer career for literally as long as I can. And if that means that my influencer career is done at 30 or 55, who freaking knows? After that, I will be going to law school because I, like I said, I just think that things like trademarks, intellectual property law in general, copyrights, patents, like that kind of stuff is super interesting to me and something I want to be able to work with creators on in the entertainment law industry and just like learn more about that. And LA obviously is the hub for entertainment law. Now, on the other hand, because I'm not like super passionate (laughs) about going to law school young, obviously I didn't really give a fuck about my GPA in my my degree. So that being said, I'm definitely going to have to nail the LSAT and get some really good recommendations to get into law school. However, I feel like between now and the time that I apply for law school, I'll definitely have made some good connections. But in the event I don't get into law school, I'm strategically also moving to California because they do have the learning lawyer program. Now that is like very popularized by Kim Kardashian where basically like you don't have to go to law school. You just need a certain amount of credits, which I obviously have because I have a degree 
and all this kind of stuff. And basically it's like an apprenticeship program. You, you basically kind of like article for even longer than everybody else who articles and you don't go to law school and you have to learn certain areas. So I think it's, it's contract, criminal, and something else. Contract, criminal, and some other, I think it's business law. Hi, editing Carly again. Um, it's contract, criminal, and torts, which I fucking love. I love torts, so it's it works for me. Anyways, there's these three areas in the learning lawyer program that you have to study in, which is totally already my jam because I've taken criminology, I've taken contract and intellectual property, and the last one I'm pretty sure is something like business law or something that I've already kind of done. So I also have a leg up in that situation. Now, my kind of thinking behind this is that the more I go through my influencer career, the more lawyers that I'll meet, the more people I'll have connections with, that I'll be able to actually find a a lawyer who's willing to take me on as a learning lawyer because I'm not just like, a random girl being like, I don't want to go to law school, but I want to be a lawyer. Like I have all of the, the quote unquote qualifications and the drive and the interest when it comes to getting my law degree like this. So I have a bunch of different options, but like I said before, this is definitely a long-term plan vision. Like I won't be sad if I don't become a lawyer, but I also like think it would be a lot of fun. So that is kind of where I'm at with like my quote unquote real life big girl job plans (laughs) because as of right now I do really want to just continue to focus on social media and grow especially because we're all in quarantine like what the fuck else am I going to be doing every single day and the answer is nothing at all so now I'm just focusing all my time on on social media and all that kind of stuff and it's it's been really nice and it's been really rewarding and I've enjoyed it so that's kind of how I'm going to continue the trend because it is something I'm passionate about and something that I do actually really enjoy. So with that, I guess that is like kind of my life update and my life plans as as much as I can plan them. I've been finding lately, especially with social media, it is really hard to be like, okay, in five years, this is where I'm going to be at. And like in six months, this is where I'm going to be at. Because actually I did this exercise six months ago where I wrote down my dream 10 life. So it's 10 questions about what you want your dream life to look like. And I read it for the first time in six months and I cried because there is like a handful of things on this dream 10 life that I'm already doing. And it's only been six months. So it's so crazy because it literally shows you what life is like, I guess. It's so crazy. So I definitely feel like I manifested a lot of that kind of stuff. And if you are interested in manifestation, there is an episode that I already did all about my manifestation routine and how I kind of manifest these big giant things into my life, like hitting 190K followers on TikTok and getting my dream career and all this kind of stuff. So if you guys are interested in that, if that little little moment of Dream 10 Life piqued your interest, it is already recorded and it's called manifestation for the new year and it's like one of the first episodes I think it is the first episode of this year's podcast that is it for today's episode I really hope you guys enjoyed it if you did make sure to screenshot this episode and share it over on instagram and tag me at hey bitches podcast I would love to talk about this episode with you guys in the dms also make sure you subscribe to hey bitches podcast wherever you listen to podcasts new episodes come out every single tuesday and thursday and I would love to have you listen every single week okay 
Also, if you are an Apple user, make sure to give the podcast a five-star rating and review. It really, really does help me out. And recently I went through and I read your little reviews and it meant so much to me. So thank you so much for everybody who writes them. I read every single one, okay? So thank you for taking the time. I love you guys. I hope you guys have an incredible day. Happy Tuesday. Happy quarantine. I hope this episode brought you some good vibes during quarantine, but I love you guys. Have a great day. And for now, bye-bye, bitch.